1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan.
3: Time to feed you some football. It's NFL Lunch here on Vinny and Haney Cordell Woodland. Filling in for Bob here with Vinny Serrato. Quick Draw McGraw behind the glass we're going until two o'clock right here on the fan a lot to get into in the NFL right now as week one starts on Thursday night with the Chiefs and the Lions playing for the season opener let's go out to Tampa Bay where if you're if you're out here in Baltimore you're kind of familiar with this tactic Mike Evans the wide receiver who's been in looking for a new contract from the Tampa Bay Bucs has uh Placed a self-imposed deadline for when he's going to cut off nego- negotiations, and he has made that deadline for September 9th. Uh, and September 9th is next Saturday, the day before the Bucks' first game of the season. Lamar didn't get his extension until this offseason on draft day. Lamar signed, got his uh, extension. Didn't work for him necessarily yeah. putting that. I'm not going to say it didn't work, but they didn't get a deal done before he before his uh self imposed deadline. Do you expect differently here?
2: No, no. I mean, but things happen at deadlines. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'll say I expect Joe Burrow to get one. I don't. I don't think Evans will get one.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's probably more likely. I think
2: that they're going to go into a rebuild. Yeah, Cordell might Tampa. as well. Yeah. And then, you know, trade them and trade those guys.
3: Still got Godwin, who's – Godwin, I think, signed a new deal last year, I want to say. So they still got him under contract. Um, But we'll see. Yeah, I, I don't expect anything to happen between now and then either. And I expect Mike Evans to probably be playing somewhere else next year.
2: I would agree with that, especially if Baker doesn't have a good year You know, and they win like five or six games and you don't have the first or second pick of the draft to get you a quarterback. Yeah.
3: Let's go out to Minnesota with TJ Hawkinson. Remember Minnesota, they traded for TJ Hawkinson from the Detroit Lions last year. At the trade deadline, not often do you see teams in the same division making a deal of this magnitude uh, at the deadline. But the Lions, they traded TJ Hawkinson to Minnesota. And Hawkinson had a really good second half of the year with the Vikings last year. And he turned that into a four-year contract extension that will pay him at least $66 million and up to $68.5 million million dollar million dollars that's a deal that resets the tight end market right now so we had the buy or sell earlier nolan asked the question about travis kelsey who's what fourth on that list right now mark andrews i think is sixth on that list right now so it's a quite a few tight ends that tj hawkinson who i think tj hawkinson is a really good tight end he's one of the i put him in the five to eight range for tight ends uh but there are he just passed a lot of guys that I think are better than him. You know what's crazy about that? I mean, Detroit,
2: I guess Detroit doesn't believe in paying tight end. They didn't want to pay the tight end. They wanted to get some value, Mm -hmm. you know, beforehand. Because, I mean, their tight end Sam Laporta.
0: (laughs) Who? Right. (laughs) Right.
2: (laughs) You know, but so I I don't, uh, I think they want to spread the, and yeah, I'm guessing tight ends aren't that important, whereas Minnesota, I mean, they just paid two.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. You know, they they brought in um, Josh Oliver. Josh, Josh Oliver, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, the tight ends are essential in today's NFL offenses. I mean, tight ends are becoming, in some cases, just as good as wide receivers. I mean, you look, I mean, and look, Travis Kelsey is a special case. Not yep. everybody's Travis Kelsey. But you look at it, we thought that the Chiefs would have some sort of drop-off offensively when they traded Tyreek Hill. Yeah. And – really what they do, go and win a Super Bowl that very next year because of what Kelsey does and how that opens it up for everybody else around him. Yeah, and Patrick Mahomes. I, I mean, mean, yeah. And, right. and
2: Cordell, how about they trade Hill and they basically have no
3: run game, you know, and they, they go to the Bowl. seventh rounder <laughs> The Isaac Pacheco, yeah, you know, yeah, because yeah. Ka- uh, Clyde, Ed- uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire hasn't really been much of anything. It's Jarek McKinnon and Isaiah Pacheco out of the backfield.
2: Hilaire yeah. oh, just, you know what, at LSU, and I, I liked him out of the backfield. He, I did too. But he didn't have burst or, exp- he didn't have the big speed. And what does Pacheco provide? Mm-hmm. That huge speed. Strong and it's just Pacheco, see, I, th- I thought for the Ravens, you know, Mitchell was going to be their Pacheco. That's what I, mm-hmm. that's what I think. Eventually. Could be, could be, but and Pacheco didn't really start cranking until towards the end right. of the year. Right,
3: right. Let's go out to L.A. with with visit, see what's going on with the Rams right now. Mm. They're Do probably trade everybody. Yeah, I mean it's probably going to be a long year for the Rams this year, but they've got some some of the better players in the league in terms of as as some positions. Cooper Cup, one of the better wide receivers in the league, went healthy. But he's rarely healthy. He was healthy that year they went to the Super Bowl and he put together one the best year yeah. for a wide receiver that year. Right now he's trying to work his way back. Looks like according to Coach Sean McVay, Cooper Cup suffered a setback in his return from a hamstring issue, and he is now day to day. And we know how those hamstrings can be, man. They, they they never truly go away. Are you concerned about Cup this year?
2: Yeah, he's getting older, you know, and he's getting pulled muscles. Cordell, I mean, they're in a total rebuild. You know, I mean, they got a rookie, punter, kicker, long snapper. hmm You know, so before the trade deadline, could would you be shocked if um Aaron Donald, Cup, and the quarterback, they all
3: go. They all
2: get traded. <sighs>
3: I, I I can't lie. I'd be surprised that that's a that's Stafford may be the the lone the long guy left. No, I think
2: he's definitely going to go. I mean, if because they're not going to. I mean, them and Arizona are fighting for would be fighting for Caleb Williams.
3: Mm-hmm. I guess it's just for me. And if the, the NFL trade deadline isn't like baseball's trade deadline or the NBA's trade deadline. Now, last year we had some unprecedented moves happen at the deadline that we weren't expecting, that we usually don't get in the NFL. Those are some big names. If you're if you're at the deadline and you're trading for a starting quarterback, is it even worth it at that point? Because you're well, your here, preseason here's probably I'm stinks.
2: All right, you're week two and you're such and such team and your quarterback gets hurt.
3: Yeah, I mean, if, if you're Miami and God forbid. Yeah, Miami. Or, to, or the Jets. Or, or the Jets, you know, like. Yeah, then you, you're probably making that call, and I'm sure the Rams are picking that phone up very fast to get Stafford out of there. Donald, that's I mean, a hefty I'm, deal you're going to have to take on yeah. if you're taking Aaron Donald. Is he even motivated to play football anymore?
2: I, I, I don't know. I think he was motivated by the money. Yeah. You know, and then with Cooper Cup, I, I would think Cup, they were just like, you know, I mean, if I'm Cooper Cup, I'm like, hey, guys, you know, I've done a lot for the organization. Why don't you – you know, put me on a
3: contender. Mm-hmm. I could see it. I could too. I I could definitely see it. Let's go out to Cincinnati. Check in on the Bengals. Joe Burrow, he returned to the practice field yesterday. Remember, he had been dealing with that strained right calf. It looks like he's trending towards being out there week one.
2: Oh, I think uh, Cordell. I I think that you know they they said that um, can't even tell he's missed any. Yeah. I, I think that's that's him, and he's definitely because writers you only get the first 30 minutes so mm-hmm. how much of it is special teams and stuff right. you know so he's probably when when the media leaves he's probably doing everything oh yeah
3: yeah he's out there first team and, yeah and, and yeah I, I expect him it sounds I, I mean i had a Bengals reporter on my show a couple weeks ago and he was saying that they still believed that joe burrow would be ready by the time they got to week one and it looks like that'll be the case, and that's that's huge for them who have goes from having one of the bigger scares of the offseason, of of, of of camp, yep. I should say, and now Joe Burrow's back in time for week one. Uh, coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll get back to the Ravens. We'll look at who could possibly be the offensive and defensive MVP for this team this year. We'll talk about it next here on The Fan. Vinny
2: and Haney on 105.7 The Fan.
3: Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from
2: FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. And now is the best time to join FanDuel, the app, is easy to use and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com Vinny and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Now you must be 21 and over in present Maryland. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at FanDuel.com sportsbook. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Sunday ticket offer ends 9-18-23. No refunds. Terms and embargoes apply. $100 off NFL Sunday ticket, not YouTube TV. YouTube TV base plan required to watch YouTube TV. Redemption requires a Google account and current form of payment. Commercial use excluded. Subscription renews. Cancel anytime.
4: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: At the stadium, Vinny schmoozes in luxury suites. From
4: the left, dear, one serves from the left. Whatever's gotten into you,
2: Calpurnia? Haney, post up in the bleachers. You're all covered! Hold on, yeah! The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together is on 1057 The Fan.
3: Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan, Cordell Woodland in place of Bob Haney today here with Vinny Quick Draw McGraw behind the glass. We're going until 2 o'clock right here on The Fan. Coming up at 1.30, our guy Rich Dubroff from Baltimore Baseball. He'll join us to talk about the Orioles right now who are starting a new West Coast trip as they take on the Arizona Diamondbacks tonight. First pitch is at 940. Uh, We're talking Ravens right now, and Ravens GM Eric DaCosta is currently meeting with the media right now. Um, I'm seeing a couple of the quotes fluttering around on Twitter right now. It looks like Eric DaCosta said that this was the first year that teams have called him asking about wide receivers. And I would imagine that would be true because who in previous years? What who is anybody calling and asking for?
2: Yeah, I mean the Ravens were doing the asking. Yeah, <laughs>
3: at,
2: at that point, and, and that tells you all you need to know about difference in coordinators. Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden the receiving game has become important. You know, I mean, JRO. I mean, Giro had a, a running game phenomenal, passing game. I, I don't, uh, not good. You know, one of the worst. And I know for a fact that he made it extremely difficult on the personnel department, you know, because he never wanted wide receivers. Mm -hmm. You know, they'd always have to fight him. He wanted tight ends, fullbacks, you know, old linemen. That's what he wanted. And, you know, as a personnel guy, I mean, you know, your offensive coordinator is beating you up for taking a wide receiver. And, and then and, I'm getting killed by the media for not having any wide receivers. You and, that's, know?
3: and that's in this day and age of modern football yes. where you're having to bang on the table and beg for, for wide receivers. I also see here some quotes from Eric DeCosta where he's called it, quote, bad reporting to suggest that the Ravens were involved in the Trey Lance trade talks. I never thought that they were – I saw some of the reports that said that they were one of the teams that called the Niners. But in my mind, I'm like – why?
0: Yeah.
3: I mean, he can't even be the third-team quarterback yeah. there.
2: I mean, you know, and he doesn't fit Todd Munkin's offense. No. At all. No. You know, I mean, if Giro was still here, probably would fit that. That would probably be better mm-hmm. for him. And, and Giro would have never had Josh Johnson. You know, so that I, – I agree with Eric 1,000%.
3: Yeah. Uh, and it, like I said, he's still, he's still talking to the media right now. So these quotes will continue to get put out there. Um, and I'm sure you'll be able to hear the audio later on right here. I on would like the fan. to know
2: from Eric, how involved is he in the cuts? Mm-hmm. You know, the 53 getting to 53, right. you know, is it, is Harbs in charge of the 53 or is Eric in charge of the 53? Cause me personally, Cordell, I always San Francisco, Washington, Always let the coach do it. Yeah. I mean, they're the ones, you know, they're the ones that have been coaching them and doing all those things. You know, for me to say, hey, you got to keep this rookie. No, keep the best 53, you know. And like in San Francisco, we like during camp, we had personnel meeting every night. Went over every player every night. So, I mean, you you knew who was staying, who Mm -hmm. was going to go. So, everybody was always involved. But it wasn't me saying, you got to keep that guy. I would never do that.
3: Let's look at the Ravens roster right now, Vinny. Offensive and defensive possible MVPs on this team. Let's start with the offense. I mean, it's usually going to be the quarterback position. Is it Lamar for you or could it be someone else?
2: No, nobody else. Because if if they're winning and winning big, Mm It's all about Lamar, yeah. Because I mean, he's controlling it all. He's he's throwing for forty five hundred yards there and thirty some touchdowns, or he's running all over the place or whatever. Um, no, if 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 Lamar's not up for the MVP, I don't see how any. If Lamar's not up for the MVP for the Ravens, Cordell, you know, there's going to be another team MVP. It means Lamar got hurt or they stink, mm-hmm. you know. And if that's the case, who wants it?
3: Yeah, I've been. I mean, I've already said it. I said it when I was. When I've been on you guys' show, I think Lamar could be poised for a four thousand yard passing season. Oh, I expect four thousand or more. I I still think. I think if Lamar plays six, fifteen to seventeen games, I don't see how he doesn't get to a thousand yards rushing or at least close to it. I just, I just still think, like you said earlier, it's going to be chunk runs Mm -hmm. for him. Yep. I, I still think that he's a five carry. 97-yard rushing in a game type of guy. I
2: I could see that.
3: I could see that.
2: Um, I could see him... You know, if he's throwing for 4,200, I could see him rushing for 7,500, 800. And I'm cool with that. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm sure they'd be cool with that, too. You know, just because um, they're going to throw it more, they're going to run it less, and he'll probably have more scramble runs than he's had and not as many called runs, which, to me, when... He's scrambling, running. He has a good feel for you know. If you run an option, I mean, you, you're you got a glob of dudes in there. When he's scrambling and going, <clears throat> he's in space. Yeah, and I much prefer to have him in space.
3: Let's go to the defensive side of the ball. This one is a little more open. Mm-hmm. Who do you, I mean? You look at the defense. You got a couple of candidates. Who are you looking at for possible defensive MVP?
2: I'm saying. Roquan or Kyle Hamilton.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And the reason I say Roquan, because you know, he may have 160, 170 tackles. He'll probably have a couple sacks, a pick, you know. And then with Kyle Kyle Hamilton be be the MVP if five sacks, like four interceptions, eighty tackles. Okay. You know, that type of performance where he's kind of been involved in everything.
3: I'll give you two. I'll give you my favorite and a dark horse. My favorite is Roquan. Roquan's my favorite just because, I mean, the dude is, it just seems like he doesn't do anything wrong out there. He's, he's so
2: good, fundamentally. Yeah.
3: I mean, he, he's he's just everywhere. He's a great tackler. Uh, he's so fast. He's so smart. Uh, he, as quickly as he picked up this defense last year, now he gets the offseason and everything. Yep. I I just can't help but think he is primed for a big year,
2: Cordell. You know, with you like your youth football team, if you just cut up video of Roquan and said, "Guys, here's how you play linebacker mm-hmm. fundamentally: shoulders square, seeing the ball." You know, that's the that's the film that that's you the prototype.
3: Watch. Yep, that that's the prototype right there. And I what do did tell, Chicago see man. I I think Chicago was just used to losing and they just didn't want you know, they're losing team that didn't want to give big money to an inside linebacker at that point and end up you being a, a a good thing for the Ravens. I'll give you my dark horse mm-hmm. for the defensive MVP. Marcus Williams. Marcus Williams. Marcus Williams is the dark I mean, this is a dude last year like I said, I mean, he jumped out the gates and he was a difference maker on the back end of the defense. I think if he's able to put together a healthy year again, he's a hard hitter too. I don't I think mm-hmm. that's something that kind of gets looked over. He's not just a coverage safety. He can come down and lay the lumber For him as him to well. Can
2: be MVP? What do you think? An eight interceptions? I think
3: he I think he's going to be in the top echelon of yeah. the league in interceptions this year.
2: If he does that, then uh then he would be in the conversation. You know what the thing that's going to suck is if if Hamilton does like what I say and Williams does what you say,
3: can they both make Pro Bowl? They could. I mean, think back to 19 where almost the whole roster was at the Pro Bowl. You know, they they definitely could. And I and I said this,
2: and the coaches all got raises mm-hmm. and jobs. I said this back then, every one of them should thank Lamar. Yeah. Period. Because one for Lamar, none of them get any of it. Nope. because. The defense, they played three quarters. Right. You know,
3: because the fourth quarter was just eat clock, Mm -hmm. and they were never on a field. And teams in desperation mode when the defense is on the field, so they're just trying to push it down the field. You already know what's coming. Uh, They're one-dimensional by that point. But, yeah, look, I I think there are a couple of candidates. Uh, Both of us agreed on Roquan. I mean, he's, you know, probably the odds-on favorite. Uh, But Hamilton and and Williams, those those could be two guys to watch as well. I got one more. Okay.
2: Justin Tucker. And I hope not, because that means right. he's winning a lot of close games. <laughs> right. You know, but he could be. Say he wins with a 60-yard, you know, he wins f- four or five games for him, you know, on last-second kicks. Then he could be.
3: Very possible as well, because the Ravens usually are in some of those close games. Late coming up next here on Vinny and Haney. We'll switch gears, get to the Orioles. Rich Dubrov, he covers the Orioles. We'll get his thoughts on the September first call-ups. We'll also get his thoughts on this tight AL East. A uh, matchup right now as the Rays are only a game and a half behind the O's next here on The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business
1: was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra.
4: is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
2: The latest sports news. Always. And your place to talk about it always, always. 105.7 The Fan. Ben.
3: Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan. Cordell Woodland in for Bob here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw behind the glass. We're going until 2 o'clock on this Featured Artist Friday. We're also playing the Beach Boys until 2 o'clock on this Featured Artist Friday. Also, perfect time to bring in my guy Rich Dubrov who covers the Orioles for BaltimoreBaseball.com. What's going on, Rich?
5: Hey, I get around too,
2: uh, Cordell. (laughs) I heard that about you, Rich.
5: You know, I. You know, sometimes you talk to me in Seattle. Sometimes you talk to me in Baltimore. Today you talk to me in Phoenix. So I'm getting around.
3: Worldwide, Rich, right there. I, I, I love it. And Rich, the Orioles are getting started on their uh, another West Coast road trip tonight against Arizona. We look at this AL East race, and it's getting tighter and tighter. They, those rays, they just won't go away. Right now, only a game and a half behind the Orioles. O's got a tough matchup right now, going up against the Diamondbacks. Uh, how are you feeling about this series with the Rays nipping on the O's heels?
5: Well, I, I think the I think big picture wise, Cordell, th- this is a race that's that's going to go down to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, the Rays aren't going away, and I don't think the Orioles are are going away. So, uh, you know, two weeks from now will be the uh, the crucial four game series. But, you know, a lot of important games before then. And I think, you know, uh, if the Orioles want to uh, to get where they, uh, you know, want to win the East, they're going to have to extend this, uh, this sweepless streak. So uh, a big road trip, as you say, coming up here against, uh, you know, the Diamondbacks, the Angels, and then the Red Sox. So uh, uh, I think it's a, a very, very interesting, uh, an interesting, certainly week. Uh, ahead of us.
2: Hey, Rich, Cordell and I were talking a little bit earlier about, you know, the importance of, like, a lot of people say, oh, Batista, you know, Cano, he can fill in, you know. And i tell you what, you don't realize what you don't have till you don't have it in those critical situations. And they're going to say, damn, that would have been a game that Batista won because when Batista came in, it was an eight-inning game.
5: Well, Rich, you are, Vinny. You know, the interesting thing is you have – Different people in different roles, mm-hmm. and with you know, even though Brandon Hyde had said uh, a couple of times that they're going to patch it together, you know, he doesn't want to designate uh, Yenny or Cano the uh, the the closer. Uh, so far, you know, you know, when Batista's been out, when they've had uh, closing situations, well, he's been the he's been the guy, and it, it's going to be interesting to see how he reacts. In those situations, because, you know, they have a bunch of other, you know, a bunch of other people now and they have DL Hall and, uh, you know, and Fujidami and, uh, uh, you know, Perez and Coulomb uh, and uh, Jacob Jacob Webb. So very interesting, uh, you know, very interesting guys to uh, to try and patch together a, uh, you know, uh, a three inning game, so to speak, assuming you get six innings from the uh, from the starter.
3: We're talking to Rich Dubrow from BaltimoreBaseball.com. It's Vinny and Haney on 105.7 Defend. And Rich, it's September 1st. September call-ups are happening today. It looks like Colton Kowser and Joey Crable are going to be the guys getting called up. Any surprise there? Uh, I guess for me, it looked, I, I was a little surprised Kowser's back so quickly. But any surprise there for you between those two guys? Well, yeah.
5: Um, I actually thought Tyler Wells was going to be uh, called up. Uh, right now, but I guess they don't. They want to, you know, they want them to get some more uh, more work in the minor leagues. And with Cowser, you know, the more I thought about it, the more it didn't surprise me because you know Aaron Hicks is mm-hmm. probably going to come off the uh, you know the injured list. You know, I thought it would. I thought Cowser and Joey Cray uh, and uh, Joey Ortiz and Hester Kerstadt were going to be among the choices, but just because you know, these guys are called up now, doesn't mean they're going to stay the whole, uh, you know, the whole time. Because, you know, we have the the specter of John Means coming back as well as uh, Tyler Wells. And then, you know, there could be some injuries in the last month of the season. So I I think that, uh, you know, the the roster has been fluid uh, throughout the season. And I see no reason that that changes in the last month.
2: Now, Rich, didn't Means have a good outing last night? Didn't he pitch 86 pitches?
5: Yes, and uh only one hit in five innings. So maybe, you know, maybe that's his last uh, outing before they bring him up. They they could throw him again. Uh, you know, he has he has uh, you know, 30 days in his uh rehab assignment and so he could pitch one more time before they brought him, bring him up. But it'll be interesting to see when they, br- you know, if they bring him up, uh, you know, 4 days from now when his uh, you know, when his term turn Would come up and uh, what his role would be, whether, you know, they're going to put him in a rotation, whether they're going to put him in the bullpen, what they're going to do. Uh, But just, uh, you know, it was good to uh, good to hear that means had such an effective outing last night.
3: Rich, what do you make of Jordan Westberg? I've heard a lot about the lack of playing time for him at second base. We've gotten a lot of Adam Frazier as of late. And, look, I, I've stopped trying to question Brandon Hyde's lineups at this point because I can't argue with results, right? I mean, he's got the best team in record-wise in the American League right now. It's working. But what do you make of Jordan Westberg, and do you feel like he should be playing more?
5: Well, you know, it's just interesting because every day you look at the lineup and you – you know, you try and, you know, sort of overanalyze it. But, you know, if they start out with a, uh, you know, they, they start out with a right-hander and then Frazier's uh, in the game, oftentimes uh, they, they'll put Westberg in when they, uh, when they switch to a left, when the opponent switches to a left-hander. And just because somebody starts the game doesn't mean they're going to finish. Well. it. So he is getting, you know, he is getting playing time. And uh, it seems like Hyde doesn't want to start him. Oftentimes, against you know against right-handers. So uh, I, I think that they're just trying to to get him used to major league pitching, and they don't want you know they don't want him you know exposed every single day. Uh, so I don't really have a pro- I don't really have a problem with it because they have a lot of good players, and you know when, and you know you're talking about uh, you know. Adam Frazier, who has gotten some big hits and played some great defense, and Westbrook. And a guy that we're forgetting about is is, uh, is Ramon Urias, who's made some really crucial yeah. plays lately yeah. at, at third base. So, you know, I think, fa- you know, if we're up to fans, I think fans would just throw the same nine guys out there <laughs> on the field every day. Really. I mean, they don't, you know, I... I You know, I love listening to uh, the fans, uh, you know, perspectives and and getting uh, questions from them. But I really think that, you know, they're uh, the thinking is often so simplistic Mm -hmm. and, you know, very few of them say, well, gee, let's platoon these two guys, which is what, you know, major league managers do. So they, they just want the familiar, you know, the familiar guys, the same nine guys. And I think Westberg is going to be an excellent major league player. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is a good way of easing them in.
2: Hey, Rich, if, if the playoffs started tonight and you were Brandon Hyde in your bullpen, who do you have confidence that, yeah, I, I know what I'm going to get. I feel good about him. Or, you know, the other guys might be, I'm not too sure what I'm going to get. You know, I don't know what I'm going to get. Who would you feel most comfortable, confident, in, in a playoff situation as a reliever?
5: Well I I, I would say Cano, because I think Cano, uh, you know, he had a bump right after the All Star game, you know, mm-hmm. right after right. the All Star game. Uh and he's pitched very well, you know, si- you know, since then. But right now I think he's, you know, he's pitching well enough to be uh you know, to be to be the guy. And I think Daddy Kulob mm-hmm. is is pitching well enough to, to be a good, uh, a good, a good set, a good setup guy. Mm-hmm. I would say those would be my two who I would right now have the most confidence in, but the wild card is DL hall. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, you need to see a few more uh, appearances from him and he could end up moving into that, uh, you know, highest leverage role too.
2: Hey Rich, what about my boy Bauman? Is he done for the year? Do you think?
5: I don't think so. I, I think that, you know, Bauman had a, you know, had a good start and he, uh, you know, inherited runners seem to be his uh yeah. uh seem to be seem to be his weakness. And I think that, you know, if they need another uh you know, another another guy, uh Bauman certainly uh certainly could get the uh could get the call. But it's just so interesting because they have, you know, probably a half a dozen major league, you know, major league players in Triple A, guys who would be, you know, have important roles. On, uh, on, major, on other major league teams who are at triple uh, AAA. That's a really good problem to have.
3: Rich, great stuff, man. Appreciate you making some time for us today. Enjoy the road. We'll talk to you again down the line.
5: Okay, my pleasure. Thanks Enjoy for Arizona, me on, Rich. Okay, thank you, Vinny. Yep. Thank you, Cordell.
3: Yes, sir. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll take one last trip through the fun house with Quick Draw before Inside Access takes over at 2 right here on The Fan.
2: Yeah. Vinny and Hayley on your home for
1: sports. 1057 the fan. Vinny and Haney back here on
3: 105.7 The Fan. Cordell Woodland here for Bob here with Benny Serato. Quick draw McGraw behind the glass on this featured artist Friday. I've enjoyed listening to the Beach Boys all day today. It's, yeah. it's fitting the weather, you know. Uh, it's fitting the vibe of this wait holiday, till next, holiday Friday.
2: Wait till the week. Yeah, it's going to be 90 degrees tomorrow. Yeah. like the rest of the week. Norm,
4: uh, what are you doing this weekend? Uh, well, I'm off all next week. Nice. Oh, yeah. so, oh, you got long. You got, what, about 10 days mega off? Mega last hurrah here for the summer. <laughs> are, are you going to leave the, uh, the new compound? I am. I am. We're going on a small trip, a small golf trip, okay. me and my dad. So starting a new, semi-new tradition. He's nice. been doing a golf trip for years, but now this is my first year. Where are you going? Do uh, you know where Ski Liberty is over near Gettysburg in PA? No. There's like a ski resort. They got a golf course there, lodging. Nice. So we'll be there Wednesday through Friday. Okay. Try to play twice a day. And then uh, we'll see what we do. Might play tomorrow, might play Sunday. Nice. So it could be seven, eight rounds of golf in the next week.
2: Damn. Nice. How about it was my my brother's birthday was August 25th, and he took his three boys. They went to Spyglass. They went to all those courses okay. out. And they yeah. played uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They played eight. They played like 36 Twenty-seven, and then eighteen, and then flew back to Minnesota.
4: How about that for a golf trip? That's a dream right there. Yeah. Start small, maybe someday. (laughs)
3: Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I think a lot of people probably got a lot going on this weekend, holiday weekend, first weekend, little the last weekend left before football takes over. Yeah, uh, football fully. Well, I mean, college football is tomorrow fully taking over. That. Yeah. What game, Norm?
2: You looking forward to any games tomorrow?
4: I'm looking forward to Sunday night. That's what I was going to say. Nothing, well, besides the Terps tomorrow, Sunday night's the big one, LSU. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to see,
3: uh, I'd, I'd love to see like all the hype and stuff for the Colorado TCU game. Yeah, that's going to be big. You Colorado's know. over <coughs> under. Do you see what their over under is for wins this year? Five? Three and a half. Damn. Three and a half. It's the most bet over. I know at least for uh, I want to say DraftKings or something like that was the most the, the highest over bet that people have been taking. So everybody's expecting them to get at least four wins this year. I know Dion is because <laughs> he's not going to tolerate a three-one season.
4: That makes you think it would even be lower. 'Cause if all the money's coming in over, they right. have to raise it. So it probably started at like three it, or two and a half.
3: Last I checked, which was maybe two weeks ago, it was still at three it was still at three and a half for their for their wins for the season. And that was I mean, their their team is basically full of transfers and portal. Yeah, po- yep. a, a bunch of portal guys. So I, I could understand it. But uh all eyes will definitely be on them. You mentioned the LSU game. I'm hoping my guy Jaden Daniels can can put together a nice uh season this year. I, I've been on high on him since he was in Arizona State um in last year. It, it was cool, but I, I expected more from him going to a big time program like like LSU. You know which one I'm disappointed in Norm. Monday night Clemson Duke. Come on. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, holiday I don't, I don't weekend of my,
2: you know, like the Sunday night game, awesome. But Clemson-Duke, come on, man. Yeah. You know, give me – what what do we got? uh, College game days at uh, Charlotte because it's uh, North Carolina, South Carolina. Mm -hmm. That's a decent game. You know, but other than that, yeah, there's not a lot of good ones. I guess if you watch the Michigan game, you get to see Minter coach the team. Yeah. Where, where's Jim Harbaugh? Where will he be? He'll probably be, you know, right. is he allowed to sit in the press box or is he at home watching honesty? And you know, there'll be a TV camera, oh, okay. you know, there video on him or anything like thing. the
4: so, uh, Like the banker in Deal or No Deal. So right. the shadowy this figure shadow? up in the stadium. <laughs> <the, yeah.
3: laughs> let's, let's take a trip through the fun house. <laughs> kind of like Joan Jett
2: Files. was in the team picture the other day for the O's. <laughs>
3: The rudeness,
0: tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake.
1: Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today.
0: 443-348-8812.
1: I like that quick straw.
2: 1057 The
4: Fan. Couple here on the Ravens running back situation start with Chris says I do feel bad for Dobbins basically lost two seasons beyond his control a year and a half to injury and then coming back from injury and then half a season when he should have been playing over Mark Ingram. Oh I
2: definitely agree with that I I thought you know they were kind to Ingram and let him continue to play because I, I remember were you with us Norm at that time? 19? No. Okay. No, no. Because I remember saying, you know, like Ingram would make a run and he'd get three yards and then Dobbins would make the same run get like seven. I'm like, come on, it yeah. my time, you know.
4: And here's another interesting one. Texter says, is this definitely Gus Edwards' final season in Baltimore? It just feels like people aren't talking about him a bunch uh, or being predicted to pop off in Todd Munkin's offense.
2: I would think Cordell, it all depends what happens with Dobbins. You know, yeah. because they'll need one big back. You're yeah. going to have Hill, you know, because he's great on teams, and then Mitchell will be there, you know. So, I, I, I think he's and still whatever be rookie they draft, another little fast guy. Yeah,
3: yeah. A, a new one always comes in. You know, a new yep. as one goes, another comes in. We mentioned it earlier. Maybe JK's on the on the tag if he has that great of a year. He could be on the tag, but in terms of uh, Gus. He, There are. I'm not going to say it's you know a slam dunk that he's not here next year, but yeah, I kind of agree with the texter. You
4: do kind of get that vibe. He will be a free agent, so whoever they're going to have to sign somebody. He he had gotten what a three year, ten million dollar deal, I think something like that. Three year deal, I know that.
2: Yeah, I think it was ten mil. So I mean that was good for him, and and then you know what? It may be one year
4: deals after that, probably being Mm -hmm. a running back. And we'll close with this one here. Texter says, Dobbins was putting up great stats, even with his knee not at 100% last year. I really hope our high expectations for a player actually come true.
2: I felt sorry for Dobbins last year, watching yeah. him run. Jesus. I mean, uh, you know, some of those times he couldn't even bend his leg. You know, uh, you know, and even he said he didn't have his speed. Mm-hmm. I so, mean, we saw it. Yeah. You know? I'm I'm anxious to watch him. I think he's going to have a big year. And, And I think Cordell, like if he's, if he's hot, I think they'll let him run.
3: Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Look, I, I, to start the year, I think it'll be a little more of committee. But as the year goes on, I, I think he'll fully take take the reins. Especially range. in the big games, mm-hmm. you know. Go with the hot dude. Coming up next here on 105.7, the fan inside access is taking over. That'll do it for us. Have a great and safe holiday weekend. Uh, appreciate the guys having me fill in for Bob. That'll do it for us. Until next time, class dismissed.
0: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match
1: limited by state law we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch